This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. The silver mines, there's a kind-hearted woman, she's looking so fine, always taking care of her community, bringing folks together as a cup of tea. She's out on the road and all over the web, with a big smiling heart, it's About Town Deb. And welcome to this week's episode of About Town Deb. I am Debbie McCarthy, your host of City Talk, and I am so grateful to be able to produce this show with our engineer and with Todd, love you, Rail City. As you know, last show, I I told y'all we were gonna be at Noble Pie. Well, you know what? When things come up in our community, when things happen to our partner communities, just like the, um, the fires out in El Dorado County, you know what you do? You drop everything and you change your plans, you pivot. So we decided since we were already having a wine dinner, Correct. Yes. And when I told you, what can you do? What did you say? I said, let's turn the wine dinner into a donation event and let's help the folks for the Caldor fire. So that is why we are here. That is the most important part today. Mike Owen, Crystal Basin, you have been a Plumas Pine County resident for how many years? Uh, El Dorado County resident for off and on since 1976. And does your mom live in the that area, you know, Plumas Pines? Yeah, my mom lives in Pollock Pines Pollock for that Pines, same period right. of time. And uh, now she's evacuated and uh, I've got her at my house. She's comfortable and safe. I love it. And we also we are also blessed today to have Bill Roby, the executive director, director of the El Dorado Community Foundation, which is totally close to my heart. Every time I go down to Placerville, they are right next door pretty much to the carry house where i stay lots of times and they have been there for their community and for everybody year after year and i'm so glad that um i was introduced to you guys many years ago so that i can be here now but before we start we always want to thank our sponsors without our sponsors we really couldn't be here even promoting everybody else so gratis gives processing hall and rye plastic surgeons surat law practice rail city right here Weld River Grill, music, D.D. James, my little jingle. And actually, D.D. James is uh, plays a lot of music. He was at the Winesmith a lot and plays a lot of music um, for you guys. So that's how I met him. Caliber Hair and Makeup. So there's our thank yous. We always say a little bit about what happened um, the last week for About Town Dev in Jazzy, Georgia. So I got to tell you, it was a busy week. Last Wednesday, you were there. Thank last you. Last Wednesday was a great So time. where were we at? We are at Noble Pie Parlor. And the summit, and they also had a donation bucket out, so they collected money for you guys. Um, so I was very grateful, and I was able to pour my Bowtown Dev wine, thanks to Mike. And then Thursday, Dorinda's Chocolate, they jumped in. They were having a wine and talked like, oh, hey, guys, can I put out my bucket? So they raised $350, and that check should be on the way, or you should have received it. And then um, that was Thursday, and then Friday was the children's um, cabinets event, and they raised for the children of community over five hundred thousand dollars. I love our community, 
And then Saturday, I was at the Wine and Ribs. I'm all about wine, apparently. At the who community, isn't? who isn't? <laughs> at the Community Health Alliance, they raised with their efforts more than $143,006 with combined money raised in pledges. Whew. So that was what my week was like in between coordinating with everybody. And you're going to hear on the second half of our show, Hannah Hobar is going to be here. Um, and she is with Project. Project Bear Hugs, and um, she is a go-getter since, I want to say, what, 15, Hannah? Six, when I first met her, she was a little tot. Now she's 24. She's hiding off camera She's right going to be on um, <laughs> later in the show. So that is what's been going on here besides raising awareness. So I'm going to go right. I don't know how many minutes we have less than the second. I think we're good. I got all that out right away. So I'm going to go Very to nice. Bill Roby first. Bill. Yes. Please tell us about the community foundation how it got started and a little bit about i know it's heart and soul but please share uh the foundation was started over 25 years ago uh, out of the a board at new morning youth and family services uh, with a desire to create a foundation to help nonprofits move away from dependency on government grants to build phil philanthropic giving in el dorado county that's how it started and since it started i mean i know that i've been down there and you have quite a few different um i would say is it organizations within the foundation that help different parts of the community is that correct from what i remember that's correct the the, the foundation has over two five funds today um so we're we're quite active in the community and giving um we also we have donor advice funds community funds nonprofit funds so we, we pretty much fund everything you could possibly think of in El Dorado County. Well, I am, like I say, again, I, keep, I know I keep saying it, but you guys really are a blessing to the whole community. Um, so Mike, you had said that you guys actually have worked together before. So share a little bit about that. Mike's always throwing a benefit. <laughs> it's, it's, I think, I don't know how Mike does it. it it seems to be like every other month he's on a rotation of another benefit. Uh, and Mike is very engaged in community, um, very much a part of the El Dorado Chamber of Commerce, uh, continually driving the message of the excellence of wines in El Dorado County and just experience for people to come here and visit uh, when it's not real smoky. So it's uh, unfortunately it's real smoky right now. I know. So you know what, Mike, we have about one minute. I'd like you to share a little bit about how you guys met before we go out to break and I'll put my little hand up, meaning it's time to go to break. I can't hear Mike. I hope you guys could hear him. I can't hear him. Oh, can't hear him. Well, so with that said, we're going to, Mike, we can't hear you, so we're going to fix it. And then when we come back from break, we will let you repeat all that. With the internet, that is what happens. So please have um, grace with us, because this is what happens when you're trying to do all this stuff long distance. But the Caldor Fire is important, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's About Town Dev with City Talk. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. 
My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I'm your host, About Town Deb, Debbie McCarthy. This show is close to my heart. We are um, raising awareness to the Caldor Fire with my second family in the El Dorado, Sierra Foothills, Placerville, Fair Play, all over there. They are my second home, and you know that, Mike. I just love you guys. So um, before we went to break, we were asking you, how did both you and Bill connect, connected? So uh, Bill and I have been friends for a while, just in terms of raising money and following his leadership at the foundation. But uh, more recently uh, in the King Fire, uh, we had one of those benefits that Bill mentioned, and then the Eldorado Foundation announced that they'd follow what we had raised with. Um, I think it was almost $50,000, and we were honored by that because they, I think they liked the algorithm that uh, I came up with to spread the money around. And so it's really great to, well, it's not great. I'm glad we have this working relationship, but I don't want to work on these projects, Bill. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Mike. I, these are not my favorite. Okay, so with that said, I'm, I'm going to go back to Bill. So you told us a little bit about the foundation. Um, I would love you to tell us how you guys are supporting the Caldor Fire with your Caldor Fire Relief Fund. Thank you for the question. Um, when the fire broke out uh, last, uh, last week, the foundation had already, we have a disaster plan that we initiated. And we, we've learned from the, the sand fire in El Dorado County, which preceded the King Fire, but also the campfire in Paradise and the fires in Napa and in Sonoma. So as a foundation, we, we the important lesson we learned is that we needed to be ready, and we were. So on Tuesday, we activated our disaster plan. We went right into uh, assistance and relief mode uh, of providing emergency assistance to those who have been evacuated. So uh, oftentimes when people are having to leave their homes, uh, they're leaving not only everything behind, but they're having to go to a lot of insecurity. So a lot of people went to either the evacuation shelters or hotels, which can get very expensive very quickly. So this is a population set uh, in our county that we knew that we needed to financially support uh, during this evacuation period. So recovery will look totally different. Right now we're focused on relief efforts. So the, the, fire, the foundation has assisted so far over a thousand individuals. Uh, we have donated out $637,000 in just about a week, which is pretty amazing. Bill, can I have you um, repeat that one more time? I think that's a very important figure because when Channel 2 comes, I want to be sure to get that right because that is an incredible amount. So you have, say it one we, more time. We have donated a, a, out $637,000 to over 1,000 families. Wow. And that also includes uh, grants that we have provided to a lot of the faith-based community, which is supporting uh, evacuees. So not all evacuees have gone to the two evacuation centers. There is a whole set of people at the Walmart, Walmart parking lot in Placerville and the Target parking lot and throughout Placerville and, and Shingle Springs. 
Uh, they're at the KOA campgrounds in Shingle Springs. So any place that somebody can pitch a tent or put up a camp or we're finding people are there and they, they need food, water and help. And that's what we're providing for them. I'd like to point out, guys, that, that there's almost 25,000 people who are displaced by this. And, uh, and like Bill said, they are camped a lot of different places. We have an encampment at the, on our property at the winery. And um, we just want people to gather and be safe. But it, it, the requirement for care or support is so far overwhelmed the governmental response that the count that our community is super lucky that the foundation has such sizable amounts to give. And as Mike's pointed out, that there's multiple needs that are going on. So not only are these people having to have left their home and, and they're encountering different needs, a lot of them are monetary. So how we're able to assist them is through the donations that are coming in to the foundation. Uh, and people can donate by going to El Dorado, C as in Charlie, F as in Frank, .org. That'll take them to our homepage. There is an application to apply for emergency financial relief. And there's also a location on the homepage uh, to, that we provide resources that are available in the community to you, where you can access other resources and also a place for you to donate. Oh, I love that. Um, so how can we continue as a community not just your community there, but our Reno, Carson, Sparks, Tahoe, who we love you, like I said, so much. How can we continue to support you, not just today, because this is gonna take a while. I, I sure like Mike with the wineries, this isn't gonna go away overnight. So right. what else can we do? Well, we're gonna be, as we know in all the other communities that have uh, faced this kind of devastated loss this morning, the Cal Fire, uh, site shows 403 structures now have been destroyed. So that's 403 families that have lost their own. And it's going to take years to rebuild. We also have uh, the east, the western slope of the Sierras that is right now uh, being decimated uh, by the fire. Now, fire is part of the ecosystem uh, of the Sierra. It, it is something that happens. But when you get this destruction of uh, intense fire is it's very harmful. Um, we, we, I don't know if you've been notified yet, but the evacuation warning has been extended to the east. It is now including all the desolation wilderness and everything that is uh, west of uh, Echo Summit up to a line with Tahoma uh, into Placer County. So it's, it's still up at the crest. Um, but I know that the Forestry Service and Cal Fire are working very diligently yeah. to make yeah. sure it doesn't keep progressing eastward. Yeah. So if you're listening, um, we're actually recording this show on Tuesday, the 24th. But it will be aired. When you're watching it, it will be Wednesday, the 25th, right around 5 o'clock. So we just want you to realize that the things change drastically so please keep keep watching keep checking um because things do change for the good and for the negative but we want to keep going for the positive so um yeah so besides so what you what we could do is to con continue to support financially and i know you know what i'm just gonna bring hannah in right now come on <laughs> hannah i'm bringing hannah in 
Okay, so this young lady right here, guys, this is Hannah Hobart. I have known, how old were you when I first met you? Uh, 13. 13, oh my gosh, 13. Anyway, she's 24 now and her passion for giving back um, started with the project Bear Hugs. Um, I'll let her talk more about that later, but how, so to Hannah, say what you do just in brief for right now so that maybe he could tell you what you can do. Uh, we collect donations and we hand them out to families and we make sure that they're getting their specific needs. So whether it be baby supplies, pets, anything like that. Um, and we specialize in helping kids, elderly and pets. Awesome. Uh, great. Thank you for doing that, Hannah. And, and I love that at 24 years old, you're already a philanthropist. So thank you. Uh, and Hannah, an organization that you could team up with is a restaurant in Shingle Springs called The Break Room. And they have expanded their restaurant services to include an evacuation supply center for just those things you're collecting. So a lot of the community is going there uh, to get those items. That so would be really amazing. Cool. I'll definitely reach out to them. Thank you so much. Yep. See, yeah, contact the owner of The Break Room in Shingle Springs. You know what? I, I just gotta throw this out. You're used to this. Yeah. Every time I make a connection, I literally yeah. share this. I have goosebumps. It's like my, my uh, body yeah. tells me. <laughs> so I feel like Hannah reached out to me, uh, gosh, over a month ago. We, we need to do something together. And we're all so busy. When this happened, she reached out again, like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. Hannah. <laughs> and it all came together. So timing is everything. I wish we didn't have to have timing for things like you know catastrophes, but we do. So people like Hannah, I just appreciate you. And uh, we'll share more about that. So we have and, two minutes. You're oh, absolutely right. And, and the, what's so important is, is that we stay connected. And, and I, it, an example is Hannah. And you have an individual that's out there that's doing something philanthropic. And uh, what we do as a foundation is we find where that can go. And that's part of our job. So Hannah and anybody else that is looking how to assist, or if you have something that you would like to provide, give us a call at the Eldorado Community Foundation and we'll find a home for it. You know what, it's 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 great that you said that because I had a lot of people calling me and saying that they wanted to, they wanted to donate or they want to give something to the firefighters. And I was in one of those groups and I just got blasted. Like, wait a minute, they are taken care of. It's the families yeah. right now. And I know it sound, I felt bad even thinking that, but really it's the families and what Hannah's doing and what our committee's doing really matters. Um, so we have about a minute left. What, what else would you like? If you're not in a hurry, I'd love you to stick around and we can chat with, we can chat with Hannah a little bit more. But um, if you can give us one thing that you'd want to say to our community right now, what would that be? Uh, that would be that, that this could be any of us. And we're, we all live in areas where we can experience these kind of wildfires now. And so this could be our family, our, our neighbors. And it's to remember that in your giving. Uh, and it doesn't matter how much you give. Uh, if it's $20, that's $20 that we don't have right now that can go to a family. So give what you can uh, and, and help these individuals because it, it is really a catastrophe what's happened here. I love it. Well, we're gonna take a quick break and can you stick around a little bit longer? Yes. Okay, so it's About Town Dev with City Talk at Real City, Sparks, Nevada with Todd, we've got Hannah, we have Bill, Mike had to, I think, sign off because of internet. We'll be right back.
Stay tuned. Come on, let's have some fun with About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. Okay, we are back. Technical difficulties and all. We made it through it. We will prevail. So, Mike Owen, CEO, El Jefe, Crystal Basin, is on the phone right here. So he's going to join in that way. We have Hannah Hobar right here. We have Todd, the GM of um, the um, Spark Rail City Casino. We got me about town Deb, and we want to we want to thank Bill Roby, um, Executive Director of the um, Community El Dorado Community Foundation, um, for taking the time he had to leave. That's kind of what happens. They're all in a crisis over there, but I'm so grateful he took that time. So right now, what we can do for them is to make a donation. Um, you can go to eldoradocf.org, eldoradocf.org. It's all over my Facebook page. If you go to About Town Deb, you cannot miss it. It is everywhere on it. So, Mike, we're going to go back to you because you're right there on the ground. You um, know... Like you say, all the, the wineries, they're all my family. So can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with them and how they're doing? So most of the wineries in the county, and there are 70, it's probably 45 of the wineries that are in the evacuation areas, whether that's the mandatory or advised evacuation areas. And uh, as you can imagine, that puts a good-sized dent in, uh, in people's summer summer business yeah. and even maybe more importantly we're seeing uh, that that amount of smoke that we're as being generated from the fire just cannot be good for the grapes so it's uh, looking like a really hard harvest for us around here people have pulled in some white wine grapes before the smoke really got to them and then grapes from the north county area that isn't seeing the smoke uh, are still going to be harvested but if you think about fair play and yeah. And all the wineries that uh, that you've done so much work with, Deb, they're, I know. they're all directly affected by this. Well, you know, it. it I don't want to. It this chokes me up because I know when the um, when the very first day when we heard and you know we were hearing from Jill and from Les and from all of our people there, they were being evacuated because a lot of them have their homes right on their on their property. Um, so to be evacuated, you know, like your mom as well to not be able to know what's happening. It's just, it's gotta be heart-wrenching. Yeah. And, and you can stare at the computer screen and let models refresh all day long. And it, all that does is kind of drive me insane. And that's what um, I did with Georgia for the first few days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so the Saluti, folks at Saluti seem to have, a, have been affected most by the fire that surrounded them. And I know that they're still valiantly fighting it with, uh, they've got a dozer out there in their own. Wow. They have their own fire truck, I think. And then um, the other people who are more recently you know, very close to things is uh, Lexi Boger's project out there and uh, Jennifer and, and Brian Bumgardner, who are neighbors in Camino. Uh, they lit back fires right by their properties out in, uh, out in Somerset. And, you know, this, that's just about as scary as it gets. Yeah. You know, um, I'm kind of, I'm struggling here, guys. <laughs> Um, but what I, I, I've been telling our community or, or asking our community if they would consider making a donation because, Mike, you, of all people, know 
every for the last what almost eight to ten years, everybody say, Hey, about Tom Dev, can you do a basket with wine? But, you know, we want your wine basket. And who is in the wine basket? All of you got, I mean, you have always been the first one, but I rotate all the wineries and they've been so generous to donate tastings, to donate the wine. And, and all of you have never, ever said no. So, you know, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I think there's a karma (laughs) element of wine and whether you believe that formally or not, um, it's basically, if you're nice to people, then they'll be nice to you. Uh, What we found (laughs) is that, uh, when it's time for the wineries to get support, that that we do get that support, and whether it's our neighbors locally or our friends from Reno or our friends from Sacramento, what uh, somebody can do, um, you know, is donate obviously to the to the community foundation because they're putting the putting the dollars where they do the most effective work on the ground. Uh, another way you can uh, help is to to buy some wine and pick it up later or have it shipped. Uh, that's a donation that keeps on giving, Deb. Well, you know what? I, I'm going to kind of give a little shout out because with the About Town Deb wine, if you ordered online at Crystal Basin, not only are you helping your community, you're helping our community because a dollar of every bottle will go to Northern Nevada Children's Cancer Foundation. So you're helping Reno and the kids as well as you're helping, um, you know, the wineries. And another thing, I don't know where pe- whether people are aware of. Yes, yes, we um, is that a lot of you guys buy grapes from a lot of the different vineyards. Can you explain a little bit about that? I think we might have, I don't know. Mike? Okay, I'm going to put this over here for a moment because I guess we might have lost him where somebody came in the tasting room. Yeah. Are you back? Okay, okay so we what, what we I was asking you is, I don't know whether a lot of people are aware some of the tasting rooms and the winemakers buy their grapes. So you guys are affected by that as well. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, um, we're finding that uh, you know, the lack of uh, customer flow is one thing, but um, we, we all have employees that work with us as well. And then the farmers depend on it. And then the, um, the folks who are doing the agricultural work who do the grape farming and the great picking are affected as well and, and so the the need is great if you think about uh 24,000 people is about half the population of sparks yeah oh. and if you put them all in the car and said you can't live here anymore that that would create a lot of upheaval yeah. um and we're resilient uh, we're a resilient group and a resilient area have a real i would say intense neighborly approach to things where we're going to take care of each other um, but we um, we will be wildly grateful for the generosity of uh, you know whatever the whatever Reno wants to share and whatever Folsom and Sacramento want to share. Um, we can't all always depend on the government, and I think that was what Bill had underscored with trying to create a situation where nonprofits and foundations were able to not be completely dependent on government funding to help people. So Todd, do you have you want to add anything? Um, your thoughts about all this? No, I think I think we just got, if you want to call it lucky, we just had a great opportunity from the timing of a wine dinner that was already scheduled to really pivoting into something that can really benefit the wineries that we we appreciate so much and we get to share in the the great wine that they make every year. And so I think giving back in that way um, from from what we get to experience all the time is just the best thing we can do. 
Well, and in September, what's the date? September 23rd or 24th. Mike, um, you're going to be up here um, with your wine. So um, we'll be able to support you as well with your wine. And, you know, those grapes all came, they're all from that area. So we can help in that way. So I encourage you when we share that, we'd love you to join us and meet Mike in person. And I'm sure he'll be able to give you an update firsthand of where they're at at that point. Hopefully there'll be a lot of positiveness by that point. I'm hoping. Well, we're going to have a sale that we're starting because, you know, I'm creative on this side. of things. <laughs> And right now there's 9% containment. And so for our 2016 wines, we're going to give 9% off of the purchase. And when the containment goes to 15%, oh. we're going to go to 15%. That's awesome. Now when containment goes to 60%, maybe we're sold out. You got to place your own bet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. So, Mike, I'm not sure if you were on or off at the time when we were talking about Hannah because um, she has offered with her organization to help. And when we were talking to Bill, he was saying that to go to the break room um, because they're collecting items for the kids and the pets. So um, if you, would you like to add something to Hannah to give her some tips as well? Uh, the break room is a great spot. It's in uh, the central area. Shingle Springs uh, is a you know, component of Cameron Park. Um, our dog is over there in boarding right now. So uh, they've got a lot of good, uh, you know, donations of dog food. And, and But the pets really haven't been addressed as well as they could. And because the uh, break room is directly across from the, one of the pet uh, you know, the hotels, if you will. Oh. Uh, that's a, there's a, a need there that we don't always identify because 24,000 people is what 10,000 pets. Think about yeah. that too. Yeah. Um, and you know what, Mike, there's somebody else I'd like to give you, I'd like you to give a shout out to is your sheriff in town. Can you say a little bit about what he's been oh, doing? Absolutely. So John, uh, D'Augustini and his wife, Janine have a uh, place on Mount Ockham road, which is just, uh, west of the fire. They have a very large area out by a pond and uh, they have set up a, like a community, um, you know, collection point campground, uh, temporary campground. And this is the sheriff. And you know, sometimes you think law enforcement's not accessible or they you wonder if they care. And here they've opened up their house and their property for, uh, for people to, to literally camp there. Then a lot of donations flowing down that way. That's what we call South County. And that's very different than the Highway 50 corridor. It's a more rural environment. And um, the, that outpouring is going on in, in all different parts of the county. Um, the coolest thing is when the community leaders step up. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, it's great to see. We uh, we happened to have lunch with the mayor of Sparks last <laughs> week, and we were just talking about all kinds of stuff that we're going to try and do to help him and help Sparks and just help Sparks continue to grow on that standpoint as well. It's great when you see them come out and, you know, come out and just have lunch with us and talk about here's what's going on with the city. So we know, so we know how to support that. Okay. Well, you know what? It's about that time for a final break. We're going to come back. Hannah, we're going to talk a little bit about how Hannah got started. Let her share her story and what she's been doing and what she's going to continue to do to help us. Mike, please stay on if you can, because you're going to want to hear about this young lady. And at the end of the show, we'll be saying what's coming up. So hang tight. It's about town Deb with City Talk. Be right back. Ready to help from her toes to her head. Just give her a shout. Call about town Deb. 
my town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb Presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. Okay, well, you know what? We're on right now, so that's great. Yeah. I love that we are so live and we're so real here. And really, it's about connecting. And Mike, as you were saying, you cannot wait to hear the positive with Hannah. So we will end Hannah at the end and all the good things that are coming up that Jazzy, George, and I are doing. But for right now, again, we are at Rail City in Sparks, Nevada. Todd and Robert, GM. Thank you. Thank you for joining us again. And thank you for sponsoring and thank you for sharing your employees' hearts with us. I love that in yours and your beautiful wife, Melody. Tell her thank you as well. Hannah Hobar, Project Bear Hugs, is on set. And I think she reminded me she was 13 when I first met her. And now she's 24. That is aging me. But I got to say, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from Hannah. She was already doing TV and stuff. And I was just starting my radio career. So I've learned a lot from this young lady. And I love that I could say that I learned from our young entrepreneurs because we all can learn from each yeah. other. Um, so, Mike, I'm going to go back to you before we go to Hannah. Any like tell us what your heart and soul is feeling and what you want to how to represent. How can you help us represent your community? I think that the foundation is the right thing, the right channel. I think buying some wine is the right channel and just being aware um, because you're seeing so many people displaced. Well, I love that. I think that's great. And please, that is one way, support. All yeah, the, the wineries right. aren't being able to be open right now. So if you're a club member, order that wine. If you're not, become a club member. Um, you need any recommendations? I'm your girl. I love them all, and I know them all. Not all. I probably know 80%, right, Mike? Probably 80 and the, uh, My close is this, uh, Deb. Pray for rain. Yeah. Pray for rain, yes. So, Mike, can you share your website with us, please? www.crystalbasin.com. Yeah, and you can go to abouttowndeb.wine and order my wine. It'll take you right to Mike's website, and you can check out his wine because he created my wine. Thank you, thank you. So we're gonna go to Hannah. Okay. Okay. We love you too. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Okay, Hannah. Woo! Thank you for being here. So now that we are gonna just focus on you, young lady. Positive. Boy. So tell us about a little bit more about how you got started for those of you who may not heard and then tell us what you're doing right now and who you've been helping. So we got started in 2013. Um, there was the Oklahoma tornadoes. Um, I've always been the go-getter type and I saw a news story about there is um, a no-fly zone over the school that the tornado went through so they could hear the kids calling for help. Oh. And now I went through a really rough childhood and I always had a stuffed animal with me and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna collect some stuffed animals. I thought it would be maybe a handful of them. Um, 24 hours later, <laughs> I had 2,800 stuffed animals and Peterbilt, um, I've been working with them since 2013. They called said, hey, we're gonna give you a truck. I was like, I'm really, I remember. that's a really big truck. <laughs> I know, okay. I remember that. <laughs> um, and then it just kind of morphed into us working with governors whenever a disaster happens. And now we're seven years, eight years later, and we just keep growing. And I'm happy to say that we've actually gone international this year with helping disasters. So, um, yeah. So tell us some of the, I, I don't, not that we want to share disasters, but I want them to see the realm of what you've jumped into. Um, tornadoes, hurricanes. <laughs> Floods, mudslides, 
um, earthquakes, fires. I think I've touched everything. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. So do you have? That's no, that's really good. I mean, what what have you done? Is there one thing that you're most proud of that um, that you've done? I know you've done a lot of stuff, but there's always one thing that sticks out in your mind. Um, probably the Oklahoma tornadoes. There was a oh gosh, I'm gonna get all misty eyed. Um, <laughs> Sorry. There's a no, you're fine. Um, there was a little girl who was our last day there. We were leaving, and um, she was with her parents. She hadn't talked or gave her parents hugs at all. Um, that was for six weeks and then um we went and gave her a stuffed animal and she just brightened up um she went and was playing with other kids around there hugged her parents um yeah that was that was what told me that i need to just keep doing this yeah that's really awesome that's good yeah that's what keeps you going i imagine yeah absolutely. yeah yeah it's the kids definitely so what was the most recent project you were on uh, the, I mean, other than the two or the more that we're doing I'm now, saying like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Within the last six months, uh, Beckworth complex was the last one that we went down to. And now, um, we're working on the current projects that we're doing right now. So, so how can we help you? Oh goodness. Um, right now our biggest ask is just, you know, if you see us around, if you see a donation bin, please donate. Um, we have every day we get over a hundred calls for help, which is crazy and it's a lot and there's never going to be enough donations to help them and yeah so i'm wondering if maybe we are going to start here correct mm -hmm. you're going to bring us something um that we can have at yep, real absolutely. city we'll ask chewy we have plenty of people we can ask yeah. so maybe you know maybe because of the show we heard about the break break room mm -hmm. and that's something that we all if you're in if you're listening and you're in the el dorado shingle springs area Y'all know that we all, I know where that is. I've gone there. So I think that would be a great start. Yeah. Because then the people of your, if you're in that area, you're going to know, hey, this is actually, I know where it's going. Yeah. I know where it's going. So maybe that's, I'll let you decide, but that yeah. could be one of your drop-off points. Absolutely. And we always make sure that we work locally. We do not work with the larger corporations because we want to make sure that we really support local. We're making sure that all these donations are getting to who they need to go to. Yeah. We do not drop them off at one location. We make sure to talk to the evacuees or victims. That way we can, you know, hear their story and make sure that they're getting what they need. That's really good. So what what you want, what, what else do you want us to know about you? There's so much about her. I mean, we could talk about her all day. But I thought I heard what, something about dancing or something. She was, yeah, yes. she also, so tell us a little about your personal side. Um, I, Thank you. I've been an entrepreneur since I was little. It's just in my blood it's what i've always done started my first business when i was eight and i am a dancer i have a show opening next weekend tell so, us about it um so it's actually called magic um it's kevin and caruso magic show it's going to be at the new theater downtown off the of keystone um yeah so i so I what is the date of that do you know the august day? 28th we open august 28th because you're going to be seeing this on the 25th yeah. of august yeah. so right around the corner yeah how would they get information about that uh you can go to bestshowinreno.com and you can find information about that we do perform every saturday starting this saturday through january so there's plenty of opportunities to see it and we're super excited do you have a website facebook um, I have personal, a lot of them, but <laughs> for, for this tip, for the project bear hugs. Yes. Um, you can go to project bear hugs on Facebook. Or you can go to project bear hugs .com, and you can find all of our current projects. The site is continually being updated with, um, 
We have a total of five projects we're working on right now. Okay. So there's plenty of plenty of ways to help. Yes. Yeah. And we will be continuing to help as we well. Will. And I'm so grateful that, you know, that Todd, when I first met you, little did he know he was stuck with <laughs> yeah. me. So I'm, I'm glad that he is. But, you know, I don't, our quote, we don't want to forget the quote. It's so crazy. I picked these quotes like on the Friday before the Monday. And this is Tuesday, Tuesday but anyway, here it is. Every individual matters. Every individual has a role to play. Every individual makes a difference. What will your role be to help our community shine bright? What are the, I'm telling, is this crazy? <laughs> I love how the, I feel like my guardian angel is like always right there. And with the guardian angel, Grandma B and Aunt Glenda, thank you for always watching. I know they're like, okay, don't, I don't want to forget you because without you, I wouldn't be here. Um, I'm going to share a little about what's coming up and you guys could do your finishing thoughts. Um, Jazzy Georgia and I are going to be heading to Dallas if the smoke clears up for the National E-Women Conference with Dorinda Vance of Dorinda's Chocolate and Friends. The special keynote is going to be Stedman Graham, which is Oprah's dude, the power of identifying leadership. And then next Tuesday, close your ears. Bowtown Dev will be at the shore at Renaissance. And we're gonna launch, we're gonna launch the wine. I'm so excited about that. Complimentary wine and chocolate with Dorinda's and Milton um, Milton Merlot's is gonna be playing from 530 to 8:30. So we're happy about that. And then what are you having September 4th? September 4th, we're having Rib Fest, and it's gonna be a really unique thing for us. Um, we do it on the patio slash parking lot right here at Rail City, and we're gonna have some live entertainment. We're going to do a uh, rib cook-off. We're going to do a bunch of stuff that'll be fun out there. Obviously, drinks to go with the ribs and the live entertainment. So um, we also have food truck event coming this Sunday. Um, that'll have live entertainment as well, as well as two food trucks, a coffee truck, and um, we'll have beer trailers as well because so, we've got to have that live entertainment. I wanna, what is the price of your ribs? Just tell me right again. What's your price? For Rib Fest, it's $10 for half rack. And there's lots of parking. You yeah. know what's missing during that time is parking. Yeah. So not that I just need a little shout out for my yeah. peeps. So yeah. if you love ribs you can like park I park here do. for free. We'll have all the ribs there you, you can eat. If you want to go down the street, you can eat some of those too. Yeah. And then going a little further out, the 40th annual balloon races is almost here September 10th through 12th. I will be in the balloon on the Thursday before that. And then on Saturday, September 11th, they were here last week. Rhythm and Rawhide. So there is a minute left. So each of you take half of that website and your last final thought. Uh, ProjectBearHugsCares.com. You can find all of our information about what we're doing, what we're collecting. And we also keep all the numbers updated um, on the half hour of fires and evacuation notices as well. Todd, Real City. Real Sparks. City. Lots of stuff happening, obviously. But some stuff that people don't know Real City for yet. The Ale House. Um, everybody knows it's for ribs now, but we're doing a bunch of wine stuff. You're seeing it here. Um, we have a new wine menu pairing with meat and cheese tray with other foods. Um, so come on down if you're really in, into drinking some wine. We have the neighborhood priced. So. Okay, so with that said, time to go about town, Deb. Let's please pray for rain. All of my El Dorado wine friends, I love you. I love you. I love you. Next week, we will see you again. And where am I going to be next week? I'm so like on this, I totally <laughs> forgot where I'm going to be next week. 